Phone scams target families planning funerals in a despicable new low. And the thing is, like, you've probably, like, seen, like, these TikToks or these, like, YouTube shorts or reels or whatever about, you know, people kind of, like, uh, tricking these scammers and, like, not giving them the money, which is always super nice. But I gotta say, the way that these scammers, like, go after pretty much the most vulnerable people ever is so freaking disgusting. And, like, it just pisses me off, too. It's just like, god damn. Like, do you guys have, like, literally no empathy towards another human being, like, at all? So let's get into it. Telephone scammers have reached a new low, targeting mourning family members planning funerals for their loved ones. Crooks will call families and say they are from the funeral home and threaten that services or cremations will be canceled if they don't make an immediate deposit. If there was a scammer's hall of shame, this one would make the top 10 list without question, the Federal Trade Commission wrote in a post calling it despicable. The scam starts with scouring recent obituaries to identify families and find the other details they need, like the name of the funeral home and even the directors. Which, by the way, to me, I think it's extremely weird that... All these, like, all the obituaries, like, all the people that basically passed away is public information. I think that's extremely weird. Because not only that, it makes it a lot easier for someone to, like, just steal their identity. So the con artists have a few different lines. Some tell the family that there is a problem with their credit card, or they need additional funds for the arrangements to stay on schedule. According to the International Cemetery Cremation and Funeral Association, Others say to tell the victim that services will be canceled if they don't send money or try to convince them they're paying for insurance to cover the services in case something happens. The trade group says it has most recently heard of the scheme in California, Pennsylvania, and Ohio. The scammers also struck in Florida. Lisa Ann Moto lost her husband of 22 years to lung cancer in July. The very next day, the Bonita Springs widow received an urgent call from a man saying she needed to send $5,000 or an initial installment of $2,500 through Zelle or Apple Pay for insurance purposes related to the cremation she told NBC News. Which, by the way, if anyone basically tells you over the phone to basically be like, hey, pay me through Zelle or Apple Pay or Cash App oh, for this blah 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 thing, don't trust it. Now, if you want to give me money, I don't mind. But, yeah, it's just like... Especially with Zelle. Zelle is so commonly used by scammers. And they're so good at it that once they get their money through Zelle, you basically are never getting that money back again. Period. And the bank is probably not even going to be working with you as well. See, they just catch you at such a weak moment, said Moto. There's a special place in hell for people like that. The funeral home that handled her husband's services is working with the Lee County Sheriff's Office in Fort Myers to investigate the incident she posted on Facebook. The FTC offers several tips to spot and avoid the scam. Resist pressure to act immediately. The agency advises adding that honest businesses will give time to make decisions. Never pay through wire transfer, cryptocurrency, or checks. It also says families should contact funeral homes directly with numbers from the websites. And fraud can be reported to the FTC at reportfraud.ftc.gov. Again, 
feel free to give your thoughts on like these whole types of like scams, scammers, etc. Because again, to me, like I always get super bothered whenever I see scams like this pop up because they go after people literally at the most vulnerable time at the exact moment that they are pretty much willing to pay pretty much anything to get through it, which is such a disgusting thing to do. Like, I don't know. It's just like there's just some straight-up scumbags that exist. Never, ever give credit card or bank information to anyone you don't know very well. Over the phone, a recipe for disaster... I agree, but also if you're buying like a product or something, that's a kind of like a different situation. Hmm. Americans received 54 billion scam calls last year. Not one single person went to jail or was even arrested. Well, I don't think that's actually true. I think there was actually some people arrested for that. The biggest scam is our politicians' refusal to make robocalls a felony. Now, the interesting thing about the whole, like, robocall things, which, by the way, you could probably actually do this too, depending on the state that you're in. But if you're someone that for some reason gets, like, a crazy amount of spam calls, it's like, hey, your car's extended warranty is about to expire, blah, 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 kind of nonsense. In a lot of states, what you could actually do is hire a lawyer that will actually go after those companies because all those companies are basically like side companies of major companies or have like some sort of like contract deal with these big companies. Like, so for example, let's say like this like car warranty thing is like this side business of another side business of like, let's say like a big car manufacturer like Ford or like Tesla or Toyota or whatever. And so that big company will end up basically being forced to pay these fees, which is kind of like hilarious. But you could actually sue some of these companies for like, I think like $1,000 per call, which is actually like a legitimate thing. So you could actually go after some of these uh, scam phone call companies, which is kind of hilarious. Now this whole funeral thing is just like a literal straight up scam, but these like extended warranty type of stuff that people get these spam calls, these robocalls, you could actually probably make some good side money by just suing those companies. Let's see. The worst ones are those who prey on the elderly and identify themselves as being from Medicare, IRS, and Social Security, asking for the people's identification numbers to clarify their identity. The elderly panic, giving out the info, not realizing those agencies only communicate by USPS. Yeah. Like, for example, if you got, like, an issue with the IRS, they're going to sell you, like, send you something in the mail and be like, yo, you owe us a lot of money. <laughs> right? It's like, oh, here's a nice check for, like, a tax return or something like that. They're not going to call you pretty much, like, they're not going to basically do anything like that, unless it's, like, verified official documentation, they're, like, not going to, like, do it. Let's see. I received a call from my credit card at my job, second day on the job, and never gave them the phone number. They knew my name and wanted me to provide all my additional info. I refused and called the credit card direct. No such call was placed by the credit card. Also, they gave you a fake social security number. 
hoping you will give them the correct number. Just this week, this gamer knew my name and asked for my birthday and address. I hung up. Like, and this is the thing, like, the scariest thing about all these scams is that it doesn't take much for people to actually capitalize on the scams, right? For example, I mean, there's videos online, I think even on YouTube, where they literally show, like, guides about how to commit, like, credit card fraud, where, like, you could literally just get, like, a credit card or a gift card, like, basically, like, uh, dissolve all the stuff on it, peel it off, like, scrape it off, change the numbering on the cards, changing the information, changing the barcode, so that you could literally turn, like, a gift card, pretty much, into, like, a legitimate credit card with someone else's other information. And I think there's, like, little guides on how to do this on YouTube, or, like, just exist online, period. And, like, it doesn't take much for someone to be able to use your information like that. And, like, the craziest thing to me is, like, you could end up facing, like, an issue with, like, credit card scammers, fraudsters, or people stealing your identity in the most absurd ways, right? Like, apparently you could end up having someone, like, in, like, a McDonald's literally skimming your card information and then them selling it to another person to then run, like, some, like, crazy, um credit fraud business where they end up basically going to Walmart also preying on like older like elderly people there that work at Walmart make sure to buy stuff through them and then basically get money from that like it's some crazy stuff like but again it doesn't even take much for people to learn how to do that so you can end up having these criminals making like tens of thousands of dollars a day because they could just withdraw all of this money from people by just stealing their information with like hardly any additional information taken from these people. And there's so much information that is just publicly available too. I don't know. Just sad. These gamers are just scumbags.